Welcome back to From the Press Box, the Holland Sentinel Sports Staff's weekly podcast where we talk anything and everything sports. I'm sports editor Dan Diodano, along with my assistant, Bo Troutman. Hello. Um, yeah. Hey, Bo. What's up? Uh, <laughs> so we got uh, a, not like a million things to talk about, but some big things to talk about this week. We wanted to break down the Hope-Calvin rivalry matchups from last week. We'll talk a little bit about some of the key high school hoops uh showdowns that we saw in the past week and then talk a little bit about super bowl since we're at that time um and uh yeah Bo. so hope calvin i mean the the women's matchup i mean went as you expected yeah i mean the hope uh, the uh the hope women are a far superior team on paper yeah. uh the rivalry does add a little bit more excitement to it but uh well, I mean, just what what did you see? It seemed like it was just kind of business as usual for them. Yeah, it kind of was. It was almost like they were just playing. I mean, you know, it was cool. It was Hope Calvin. They're you know a little bit more filled out for that in the the, the crowd, but uh, mostly it was yeah, kind of like you said, just business as usual. Um, it's pretty apparent. You know, after the first quarter, it was kind of close then, but right after that, I mean, Hope just took control and it was coasting basically after halftime. So. Um, you know, I think Calvin. They still, you know, I can tell their coach Mark Krishner is kind of trying to get things going there, and he seems really committed. Um, but yeah, they're just not quite at the same level that you know the undefeated Hope women's basketball team is. So yeah, if you are um, in Division Three, yeah, exactly. So so are they going to lose? Are the Hope women going to lose before the tournament? You know, I don't think so. I'm just you think about it. They're in MIAA play now. They played pretty much, you know, all the main teams in MIAA. It's like, who are they going to lose to? Right. They played on the road. They played, you know, at home. It's, it's I don't know. So right. no, I think I don't think so. Okay. No. And they've and they've escaped some of the dangerous places to play. Yeah. They've they've won at Trine, yeah, which was big, and they've won at Calvin, yeah. So the only big road test is Albion now, yeah, and that's coming up here. Yeah, yeah and then. Yeah, I just don't. I mean, try. I mean, Trine will still be a formidable oh, yeah. opponent here, yeah. but it's a different. Yeah, home is always a different. It's always different. So, I mean, the Hope women have only lost like seven games in that building. Yeah. So, which is, which insane. is yeah, which yeah. is crazy. Um. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, this is. I mean, I'm seeing if they can. You know, we we talk about this. We've talked about this before. If they can, when they get to tournament time, establish somebody as kind of like their go-to score that can take over a game. I think they're a Final Four team. Yeah. Or at least they have the chance to be a Final Four team. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm curious. It'll be, exci- it'll be yeah. exciting to see. But at Albion, that's the worst place to play. Yeah, because that one was a buzzer beater the last time. I so, mean, they, I hope. They've, they've traditionally, everybody traditionally plays poor there at Albion. Yeah. Um, the, uh, the year after Hope won the national championship, they lost yeah. at Albion. Yeah. And then. The year, maybe even the year they won, they were down eighteen uh-huh. at Albion, and then you know what I mean, and then yeah. came back and won. Like there's just there's a lot. There were a lot of years like that, mm-hmm. uh, which is really interesting. It's just one of those interesting places. Uh, yeah. But I've actually seen some games there where they have everyone plays poorly there. Kresge mm-hmm. Gymnasium and Albion. Uh, I don't know what's in the air there, but yeah. Yeah. it just happens. So um, the men's game was much closer mm-hmm. uh but unfortunately for hope fans not as good um you know calvin got the hot hand thad Shemansky bombed a bunch of threes in the second half and that was it hope played great defense uh in the first half and you know didn't play awful defense in the second half i mean most besides those 
handful of open shots, played pretty well. They just could not get anything going offensively. Yeah. They didn't shoot a single three-pointer in the first half. They finished two for four from the three-point line. This is a team that shoots a lot of threes. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure why. Uh, you know they, you know they hesitated a lot. Where they did a lot of pump fakes and kicking it in, but then they didn't get back out. They never got it back out for the open shot. And then when you're behind, then you're behind. You yeah. know they, it's tough to to drive to the basket and get a foul, but you don't make the basket, and then you don't have the kick out for an open three. And then when you're behind, those points add up, and that's kind of what happened. But it was a exciting, energy packed rivalry game. Um, and I didn't, you know. I knew that you know Hope has two two new freshman starters, but uh, when you look at it, they're more than half the roster had never played in a Hope Calvin game before. Yeah. They're such a young team, um, including senior Mason Apple, who has just joined <laughs> right. the basketball team for the first time. Yeah. Um, so that's that's quite a bit different. Uh, it's not you know losing back to back games after losing to Albion. It could seem so detrimental, but you know getting that first taste, you can't do anything till you've had the first taste. I mean, mm-hmm. like that's. On the road, especially that's mm-hmm. that's going to be a, something that they can they can build off of. They came back and had a big win against Adrian on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just going to be an interesting season. I don't I don't think yeah. it's going to be as good as a lot of people hope, but I don't think it's as bad as a lot of people fear either. At the same time, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, you know, it's it was a learning week. It was a learning week for them. So right. Uh, but the basic thing that I took away is. In a game, it it only takes one to go in mm-hmm. to get a shooter hot, and you know, I just teams need to hope needs to not pass up a bunch of open threes. Uh, you can't pump fake all of them, especially because then the defense can like play off you soft because they know you're not shooting it mm-hmm. if you go a whole, an entire half without shooting a three when there's plenty of open shots. So, yeah. um, you know, look for more shooting uh, to happen in the next matchup. So, yeah. Um, High school hoops. We had some interesting matchups uh, on two, last Tuesday. I was at Zeeland West beating Holland Christian on a buzzer beater three by Zach Overweg, which was interesting for so many reasons. One, it was exciting at the Civic oh, corner yeah. three with two seconds left in a tie game, but it was extra interesting because the Ducks were up so big early in that game mm-hmm. that it, I didn't expect that to become that close. Um, you know, Eli Stefan and Carson Golker are two prolific offensive players. Holland Christian did a good job with them, but in the first quarter of that game, six different ducks, not including them, not six with them, so not four others. Yeah. Six completely different people besides those two hit a three in the first quarter. Oh my god. So it was like twenty to five, you know, and it was just yeah. like, all right. Um and then they just kept shooting. But I mean Holland Christian worked their way back, you know, they you know, they fought their way back, even took a lead. Um, and then, you know, it ended up being, you know, tied in the final seconds and Overweg hits one. Mm-hmm. Uh, crazy game at the Civic. Usually That's those crazy. are like the Friday night games. You yeah. know, this Tuesday yeah. night game was great. Um, and then uh, you saw the Ducks yeah. beat Holland afterward. Like last year this happened and then they lost to Holland. Oh, really? They were yeah. stunned by Holland. This year they got it done. I mean, yeah. Just uh, what what was that game like against Holland? I could tell Holland wanted it, and it was close. I mean, they it looked like kind of Zealand West was pulling away, but then uh, it was 46-41 with three minutes and four seconds left, and then Holland didn't score the rest of the game. Zealand West locked down, and it was wow. game over from there. So crazy. Big defensive stop by the Ducks. But, uh, yeah, I know Holland, they look pretty good. You know, they got Mason Hager and uh, 
Uh, Anders Rasmussen is really good. He, he led them with uh, 17 points that night, I believe. And yeah, it's they look like they got the pieces of Holland you know, on, on the basketball team. But I don't know. It's just Zealand. Just you know, it's tough against you know Eli Stefan and some of those guys. So right. yeah, Carson Galker. But. Right. Yeah, it's interesting. We don't have a bad team around here. No. I mean, Hamilton's got pieces on the boys' side. If we're talking about the boys' side, Zealand's got plenty of pieces. Zealand West got plenty of pieces. Holland Christian's got plenty of pieces. Mm-hmm. Holland's got a couple of pieces. West Ottawa's got a ton of pieces. Fenville's got pieces. Calvary's got pieces. Yeah. Everybody's everybody got pieces, which has the potential to make any game okay. I mean, even if mm-hmm. on paper it looks lopsided, yeah. since there's so many good pieces, you don't know who's going to blow up. Any game can be a close game, which is not always the case, Right. Um, which is kind of exciting. The girls' side, the same the same thing, you know. I mean, Zealand East almost beat Hamilton, the girls, yeah. last week. Um, and that's with a, you know, a young group of, you know, up-and-comers against, you know, Hamilton's experience. You know, right. it's it's a, it's a quite a – that was quite a game. Yeah. Um, and then we'll see what happens, you know, as we move forward from there. But, I mean, Holland Christian's good. Zealand East has got – that was a big proving game for them. Zealand West has got Kaylee Baker and plus a ton of talent there too. Um, yeah. If they could hit some outside shots, they would be insanely dangerous. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's, you know, West Ottawa girls, you know, same thing. Corinne Howard and Fenville is all you need. You know, there's just, it's amazing how much talent we've actually got in this area, uh, yeah. which is really exciting. So, um, but yeah, uh, Zealand East boys beat. Uh, beat Hamilton, thirty-one points from Trip Reimersma. Shout out for career high for Trip. That was He's a good. Yeah. big game. Corinne had some more big games last week. Two big yeah. games. I think they split their matchups, but mm-hmm. you know, just you know, one game. She, oh, just twenty-five points. Twenty-one of them in the second half. Five threes. No biggie. Whatever. Uh, yeah. Whatever. Uh, yeah. uh, and then uh, you know, Wasado over Granville, and uh, you know, there it's it's going to be interesting when we get down to these league races because they're going to be. <laughs> They're all going to be there, and uh, you know uh, the Byron Center girls look like to be pretty for- formidable too. They beat Holland Christian mm-hmm. girls, and they'll be playing Hamilton soon. Um, but everybody's still kind of in it, so which is which is pretty impressive. So yeah. um, we'll get more on that um, next week. We'll you know we'll keep updating you on that. Um, we saw uh, Holland Christian swimming did pretty good at the D three. Yeah. Invitational this week. We've had some big wrestling moments still too. Uh, we'll talk more about that as we get a little closer. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's we got lots of good good kids doing things in college, especially in the pool. So we'll keep mm. updating you on that stuff. But we want to definitely talk about the Super Bowl a little bit here. Yes. Forty ers Chiefs. What everyone expected. Yeah. Not really. But yeah. Uh, going into the season, definitely not. Um, oh yeah. But the Chiefs are in the Super Bowl for the first time in fifty years. It's insane. Yeah. 50 years. I think they um, were in the very first Super Bowl, weren't they? Sorry. Against Green Bay, I think. Yeah. 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 Back in the day. It's a long time ago. Yeah. How was that that game, actually? That game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, Patrick Mahomes, though. I mean, he's, yeah. he ran a bunch as yeah. well as throw through. Okay. Uh, he just dominated that, that AFC Championship game. And the funniest stat I have of this whole thing is that so – I always forget this because it was he was like not sure what he was doing before whatever like that. He got drafted by the Tigers mm-hmm. in Major League Baseball. So the Tigers have now drafted one more Super Bowl starting quarterback than the Lions. 
and that is sad, hilarious, yeah. and fitting and sad yeah. at the same time. Um, uh, the Forty ers with Garofalo, man, they they know what they're doing too. This yeah. this could be like first to seventy. Oh, it's going <laughs> to be a high scoring game, uh, which yeah. bothers me as a football purist too. Like I miss the days when the national <laughs> champion or the Super Bowl champion can play some defense. Give me yeah. the Ravens, you know. Give me the Chicago Bears, whatever. Um, but this matchup is beyond intriguing. Oh uh, yeah, with these young upstart teams with the high powered offenses. Who do you like? The Chiefs all the way. Uh, I wanted the Titans to win against the Chiefs, and you can just see it. it's like a video game. It's like watching Michael Vick, you know, like back in the day, like like what you know, because he was so notorious as like a video game person. Oh Even yeah, if you for didn't sure. think it was that like good in real life, like right, he could run and he was because he could run real fast. Yeah. And whatever. It's like playing old Tecmo Super Bowl, Bo right. Jackson. He's just faster than exactly. everybody. Just run circles around. Him. Yeah, Mahomes is like one of those guys. He's like. Like a video game guy, it's amazing. Like just when you think, like as soon as he throws the ball, like the ball leaves the frame and it's going deep. It's like you already know. It's like, oh, like, here we go. Right. It's like it, it's amazing. So yeah, I think uh, you know, I think the Forty ers are good. I don't think it'll be a blowout by any means, but I just can't see a a game where the Chiefs lose. It's yeah, like, I'm I'm agreeing with I'm in agreement with you here. I just think that especially after how last year ended for them and just what this means for the them being there, I can't see. Mahomes losing this game. It doesn't even matter. I mean, it does matter. Obviously, it takes a whole team to win. But the poise that he has and and the drive that he's had since then, coming back from his injury and just getting to this team to where this is, I can't see him faltering in the big moments of this game. I just don't see it happening. He's too good. So, I mean, I see him winning by two touchdowns or something like that. You know, Um, but, you know, I've thought a lot of things over the years, you know, but... uh, Should be interesting. So, and we still got more fallout from this whole sign stealing stuff in Major League Baseball. Is what a mess. We've lost three managers. Uh, It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So, if you haven't been paying attention, the Red Sox manager Alex Cora is out. The uh, AJ Hinch, the Astros manager, is out. Carlos Beltran, the Mets manager, is out. All with ties to this. Astro signs stealing scandal thing that also may involve the Red Sox now or not. Uh, Beltran was a player at the time, so it doesn't involve the Mets specifically. This was his first year as the manager mm-hmm. of the Mets. He hadn't even started yet, and he's gone. Yeah. Um, so that sucks. Uh, I, he's also like a bubble Hall of Fame candidate. I wonder if this is going to affect that at all. Yeah. I mean, you feel like if he was a slam dunk Hall of Fame candidate, it wouldn't affect it, but maybe it You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and then what do you make of anybody else? You know, what do you make of Altuve and Bregman's numbers? I mean, like, people are going to start thinking stuff like this. Probably not as much again on the pitchers because they didn't have uh, – the home pitchers didn't really have any advantage or disadvantage. Mm-hmm. You know, it was so – I'm not – so I don't think that affects how anybody's going to think of Verlander's legacy or Garrett Cole or anything like that. Yeah. Uh, but it's just a mess. It's just a mess. And I, I have to give the teams props for the, the second that they they're – these managers got suspended. Now, the, the Mets manager, Beltran, did not get suspended. He's just been all over this. But props for the teams for being like, you know what, we're cutting ties. You're out. You know, like I don't, one year, no, you're out. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, it's a lot of teams will, like, defend and all that kind of stuff. Their people as well. They should in a lot of instances. But this is like, no, clean break. We This, is, this could be a huge... This scandal is only going to get bigger. We're cutting now, or, yeah. and that, that's—I think—that was the right move uh, yeah, for everybody to do. 
Uh, but it's just one of those weird things you didn't expect to be talking about yeah. in the middle of football season. There goes the uh, Astros, too. All yeah, what do you think? Like, yeah, what do you think about that now? Like, I don't even know what to make of it. I mean, it's... Yeah, it's messing with the sports integrity a little bit. You right. Know? Yeah, it's... That's not good. I don't no, we're know. talking more yeah. about that. More people have been talking about that this week than the NFL playoffs. Yeah, it's really strange. Yeah, it's weird. Weird timing. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's the legacy will be of the teams will be different. Like I said, I don't think yeah. it'll affect like Verlander specifically because mm-hmm. he was a home pitcher at that time, and that didn't affect mm-hmm. that's his what he did specifically. Yeah, um, but at the same time, he probably knew about it. And yeah, <laughs> that affects everybody. Not so. saying it because it was Mike Fires, right? Who said something? He just yeah. and he like ratted him out, basically. Right? Well, he was uh, not on the team anymore. Yeah, yeah. Oh. But uh, there's always stuff like that. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if most teams did something. Yeah, maybe not as as blatant, but like given teams technology in the dugouts, it stuff is just dangerous, and yeah. that's um, you know. But then taking it all away too, how do you regulate that too right. now? So, uh, yeah. it's just Jeez, a man. mess. <coughs> it's just a mess. And yeah. we'll talk about, uh, next week we'll talk about the Hall of Fame. That'll be coming out the, later this week, too. We'll see if Jeter is the second person to ever make it unanimously after Mariano Rivera last year. Uh, Kalamazoo native Derek Jeter. Uh, can you imagine the crowds in Cooperstown for oh Jeter? The yeah. Yankee, I mean, the Yankee the crowd's coming up there and just yeah. everybody in baseball. Yeah. Man, it'd be nuts. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll have plenty of that stuff to talk about. We won't be talking much about the Pistons or the Red Wings because they're not good. Terrible. Red Wings are in a seemingly a free fall. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Pistons are in a seemingly mediocre honing pattern. Yeah. That's just kind of how it's been the last couple of years, and it's not getting any different. So um, yeah. we'll see if there's any changes forthcoming with that. But uh, yeah, just kind of just kind of strange. And then Michigan basketball is out of the top 25 now. Michigan State's weird. okay, yeah. you know they they're they've leveled out a little bit and stuff. It's just it's just been an interesting season. We'll talk plenty more about this stuff as more things gear up and there's big moments and everything. But uh, yeah, more high school stuff this week. Hope games. Um, yeah, lots of things to watch. Um, we will keep you posted on those and uh, enjoy your week. Stay healthy. Uh, that's going around. Uh, yeah, the flu and cold and sinus and whatever is going around so uh, stay warm wear a coat <laughs> yeah. uh, and uh, get out and watch some sports when you can and uh, we'll be back next week 